A man caught with 170 pounds of fentanyl, meth, and cocaine in February on a return trip from Mexico to Minnesota was previously arrested in LeSueur County. Minnesota state troopers found more than 170 pounds of drugs that included fentanyl powder, methamphetamine, and cocaine when they stopped the man on his drive back from Mexico, according to federal charges unsealed this week. Rito Gasciola Jr. was indicted by a federal grand jury Wednesday on one count of possession with intent to distribute the substances which included 39,000 counterfeit Oxycontin pills suspected to contain fentanyl. The 40-year-old is a Minnesota resident, and in October 2022, officers found narcotics in his 2021 Jeep Grand Cherokee as he re-entered Minnesota. He was arrested in Los Angeles February 7th and is in custody of U.S. Marshals to be transferred to Minnesota. The single October 2022 bust of Gasciola rivaled another fentanyl historical bust in Minnesota in which six people were trafficking hundreds of thousands of pills from Arizona, sending toy animals stuffed with the pills in the mail. 66 pounds of fentanyl were seized in that bust. The DEA, U.S. Attorney Andrew Luger, and other federal law enforcement have been trying to crack down on Minnesota's Mexico to Minnesota pill pipeline, according to reports. They say the drug has been trafficked heavily by street gangs in the state. Charging files say Gasciola has a history of controlled substance convictions and once escaped from Duluth's federal prison camp and he remained a fugitive for nearly four months. He reportedly fled the camp months into serving a 10-year prison sentence in the federal prison system and was arrested again in 2017 for third-degree possession of a controlled substance in Lesueur County. Gasciola received another 42 months in state prison for the conviction and that violated his federal release terms. He remained on an extended federal supervised release, though, until November 2020. But by the fall of 2022, Gasciola was involved in the distribution of controlled substances according to new charges filed by law enforcement. Investigators in the case said Gasciola was traveling to and from Mexico and California back to Minnesota, and he did so on September 29, 2022. He flew back to Minnesota on October 11th. Then investigators observed him driving from Minnesota to Los Angeles on October 15th where he spent just over a day before trying to return back to Minnesota. Law enforcement tracked his travel back, and the state troopers stopped him around 1.30 a.m. on October 18th, where a police dog detected the odor of controlled substances in the vehicle. In January this year, the DEA reported that Minnesota experienced the biggest rise in fentanyl seizures among the five Midwestern states in its field division from data collected last year. DEA officials called it a dire situation, and they don't believe there will be a decline or plateau in the foreseeable future for fentanyl seizures. Last year, Minnesota investigators recovered more than 417,000 pills, up 127% over 2022. Methamphetamine seizures in the state remained around 900 pounds or more each of the past couple of years, and the state also saw a surge in cocaine seizures in 2023 with 340 pounds, which was up from 69 a year earlier. Lieutenant Governor Peggy Flanagan highlighted the Housing Stability Act legislation that builds on historic investments in housing and ensures Minnesotans are not denied housing because they receive rental assistance. The Housing Stability Act clarifies the state's civil rights law to ensure that landlords cannot refuse to rent or to otherwise discriminate against someone because they receive and use rental assistance to pay their rent. According to Metro HRA, 46% of housing voucher recipients in Anoka, Carver, and suburban Hennepin and Ramsey counties return their vouchers for multiple reasons, including not being able to find a landlord who accepts the housing vouchers. In 2023, Governor Tim Waltz signed into law the largest single investment in housing in state history, the $1.3 billion investment in includes an estimated $124 million in rental assistance for Minnesotans. With the funds, Minnesota is anticipated to help about 5,000 community members and their families pay for rent through housing vouchers. State Representative Jeff Brand called into the KTOE studios recently to discuss EMS services in the state. 
Well, you know, um, in Minnesota, we have a crisis on our hands with our EMS system. Our paramedics and our EMTs across the state are, are widely volunteer positions. And unfortunately, they're at the point where they want to age out. But there's a back, um, um, there's a there's a problem we we're having where 30 and 40 year olds are actually quitting the profession. Um, so we're getting challenges ahead of us. And I think one of the things that we actually will need to do is make an investment. State officials have been having a problem with recruitment and retention of EMS services and are on a campaign to recruit more currently. The request is $120 million. We'll see if that's as much as we're going to get. Um, but, but the bill that I signed on to, it's a very bipartisan bill. Brand mentioned the February budget forecast, which has just over a billion dollar surplus. And so what that means is we have an opportunity to... Um, make some investments, not a lot, but I would argue that EMS is one of those investments we must make. From the KTOE Newsroom, I'm Robert Lawson.